Hey everybody, it's your girl, your sis, your host, Cheryl Shoemake, and this is the Stepmom Sanity Podcast. The mic is hot, so let's get started. Hey there, everybody. Thank you for joining us and welcome to this episode of the Stepmom Sanity Podcast. I'm your host, Cheryl, and I'm so glad to be with you tonight. You may notice that we are actually dropping this episode a little earlier than we usually would. Well, that's because this is a very special pre-Valentine's Day episode, and I am here with a very special guest to chat about cultivating and maintaining intimacy in a blended family. We all know that there are some challenges uh, surrounding that. So we're going to talk a little bit about those challenges and how to overcome them. I want to give you a disclaimer, since I've said that if you have any small children around with listening ears, you might want to move them out of listening range for part of our conversation. With that being said, it is my pleasure to introduce you all to my guest, Tamara Johnson, a.k.a. Tammy J. Hi, Tammy. Thank you so much for being with us here. Hi. But I want to thank you for inviting me. How are you? Absolutely. I am fine. Thank you so much for asking. (laughs) And it's my pleasure to have you here. I want to tell you all before we get started, I want to tell you all a little bit about Tammy. Um, Tammy J resides just a few minutes outside of Detroit, Michigan with her husband, their three-year-old son and her 12-year-old stepson. She is a bonus mom to a preteen y'all. Um, After saying I do in 2013, Tammy J began her journey in the world of step parenting, juggling the struggles of being a stepmommy with the pressures of a blended life. Tammy J was ready to step away from it all, including her marriage. And we all know how that feels. I think we've all been there at one time or another. However, with the help of personal therapy, marriage counseling, prayer, and newfound confidence, Tammy J found the strength to continue on in her truth while healing and rediscovering herself. Now listen, while healing, not after, while healing, sometimes you can do this and that. While healing and rediscovering herself, Stepmom Goals LLC was unleashed. Focus on helping other stepmothers in their own escapades. (laughs) Tammy J is determined to help stepmoms adjust their crowns daily. I love it. Currently, Tammy J is preparing for the release of her first children's book, Mama T and Me. She also has a Stepmom Affirmation Journal coming soon. So you want to keep your eyes out for that. As a stepmom coach, Tammy J's mission is to help chase away the clouds of perfection as she encourages each stepmother to step gorgeously further into their God-given purpose. Again, welcome to the Stepmom Sanity Podcast, Miss Tammy. We're so glad yeah. to have you here. Hi. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. <laughs> I'm so happy to be here. Good. Now, I want to say this now. Tammy and I, we met because we follow each other on Instagram. And I was just captured by her energy and her encouragement. And I reached out to her and, and said, okay, now you've got to come on the show. Come to find out, we probably live about 30 minutes <laughs> from each other. She is like three minutes east of the I know. Century, that right? is crazy. Isn't that crazy? Isn't that crazy? <laughs> and and I am like 15 minutes west of the city of Detroit. So we're going to have to collab yeah. and do something together that to help stepmoms in our area. <laughs> we're just going to have to. We're going to have to. So you all, like I said before, we were going to do a different sure. episode, um, Tammy and I. <laughs> but um, 
But when I realized how close we were to Valentine's, I thought, you know, let's shift the conversation um, and make it about intimacy and sex in a blended family. And then we were going to have Tammy come back for the original conversation at a different time. But I want to do this before we, I started throwing, throwing questions your way. Let's define intimacy so that we're all on the same page, you know, with what we're talking about, because, you know, intimacy isn't just sex and some people have a different idea of what it does mean. So how do you define intimacy, Tammy? Yes. So for me, intimacy is that closeness between two individuals and a special Connection. I wouldn't even say relationship. I know a lot of people think of uh, lovers when it comes to intimacy, but you can have intimacy with friends, with families, and acquaintances. So, with that being said, I feel that with intimacy, there's different layers to it. You know, whether you feel safe as far as communicating your emotions, your needs, even your desires. You know. Um, but far as like the blended family life, <laughs> intimacy is that special link we have between your husband. I would say that's what intimacy is in my head. Yeah, I, I like, let's go with that definition. I like the idea. It, it really is the state of being close and connected across all spectrums. So, you know, we attach the yeah. adjective to intimacy to kind of right. modify it. So there, there's, so there is such a thing as emotional intimacy, which you can have with your friends. Am I open? Am right. I, are we connected? Do I feel safe in this, in their space? Yes. We can have financial intimacy with people. Can I be again, open, connected, safe, right. um, spiritual intimacy. Can I be open, connected, you know, safe, physical intimacy as yes. well. So I think having that as a broad definition exactly. is, is absolutely great to be open, connected and safe in this space. We, we used to have this mm -hmm. saying in my church where we would say intimacy is into mm -hmm. me see, right? Like just mm -hmm. look into me, see who I am okay. and accept me for who I am. I like that. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I wanted to talk about this issue um, with blended families, because when, you know, when a conventional couple gets married, mm -hmm. two single individuals without children from prior relationships, they typically um, have like a time of dating and courtship, right? They have the engagement, right. the honeymoon period, then they add children, you know, usually after right. a couple of years. So they have the ability to give the undivided attention that is necessary to the relationship to build closeness and openness and connection, um, to really kind of behold and know exactly. one another without the stress of caring for people who are 100% dependent on them. So by the time children right. arrive, right, right. So by the time children arrive, <laughs> they are like absolutely solid in their couple mindset. But it's not the same for blended families. Couples in blended families, they have to try to build intimacy and closest connection, openness, while dealing with all of the dynamics and all of the potential mm -hmm. landmines within a blended family, none of which, none of them support an intimate relationship between a couple either. So <laughs> right. what are some of the obstacles we face to building intimacy in mm -hmm. a blended family? 
You know, based on my experience with me and my husband, I know it's that trust factor. Mm-hmm. And I would say trust, not meaning, oh, you're going to go out and mess around with another woman. No, trust meaning, can I trust you with my emotions, mm-hmm. with my needs, with my wants? Um, just like what you stated earlier, do I feel safe, you know, communicating with you? Mm-hmm. You know, right now I may feel invisible in my own house. Do I feel safe enough to discuss that with you? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's another struggle, at least in my personal life that I dealt with with my husband. Um, really just the the low self-esteem. Mm-hmm. That was a struggle. I would say within both of us, me as a stepmom, but also him as a man who is a new husband mm-hmm. to a woman who has never been married before, but yet he has this kid who's still sh- struggling with the heart, bro- bro- well, broken heart, excuse me, of mommy and daddy's connection. Mm-hmm. So it's like, he's juggling with that, trying to make sure I'm happy. I'm trying to make sure my stepson is happy and my husband. So it's just a lot of juggling, mm-hmm. a lot of juggling, trust, self-esteem issues, just feeling safe and um, respect. I would say that's another issue um, that I struggled with, or both of us did. So, how, how did respect play? How does respect mm-hmm. play a role in building intimacy? I like I like that you For said me, that. So, how yeah. does respect? How did respect um, or lack of respect play a role in your own life? Mm-hmm. You know, I believe that for men, they, they have to feel respected Mm -hmm. as the lead in the house. So there were times I feel that, and I will own up to it. I would act disrespectful, not necessarily me, but my behavior would come off as disrespectful towards my husband and towards his ideas of how he wants to lead the household. And here I am smashing them down. So then he wouldn't feel respected. So when he doesn't feel respected, he doesn't trust me anymore with his emotions and his needs and wants. So um, respect is key. Respect. Respecting him, his son, and more importantly, myself. Respecting my needs and my wants and my concerns. So that was something that we also had to rebuild for continue to build (laughs) in our connection with each other. Yeah, Yeah. you know, I like that you said to trust and you qualify trust, not as do I trust you to stay faithful, but can I trust you with my heart? Because I found that was a struggle early on in my marriage. Um, Can I trust you with to, Mm -hmm. to be my partner, to lead our home with everything that it takes for me to live this life. I, I, and I remember how it impacted my marriage. Um, I was talking about something as simple as buying a couch girl. And I kept (laughs) saying, I kept saying, Oh, I need to save money for this. I need to do this. I need to do that. And my husband looked at me and he, this is what he said. He said, when are you going to give me your pants? And, Oh, I, that's, yeah, that's what I said. I was like, oh, <laughs> and uh, you know, well, what do you put it? I gave him up. I gave him up that I day. <laughs> I was like, here. He said, listen, there is no, there's no okay. I anymore. You know, I'm, 
I'm here. I'm here for you. I'm here with you. You're not doing this alone. And I didn't realize that that my feeling like I had to take ownership of my stuff in a way that excluded him from being a part of that was really blocking intimacy Mm -hmm. in our lives. And so I had to, I had to learn Mm -hmm. to trust him, um, to be a part of everything that, that comprises a life, you know, uh, it was, it was a, it was a hard yeah. lesson because I realized I was hurting him. And, and by hurting him, I was hurting us. I had no clue. I honestly had no clue. Yep. But it, it, now you said a couple of yep. things that I want yeah. to um, talk about in with this question, like what is needed to build intimacy? Um, and like one thing you highlighted that I thought you think is so key as well is the, the, the issue of divided loyalties. Your, your husband, you, you did not have children coming into the marriage. Your husband did. And he was trying right. to juggle between meeting your emotional needs and meeting his son's emotional needs, who was still dealing with the breakup from, he, from his bio mom and bio dad. Yeah. So how did you, first, we're going to talk about what is needed to build intimacy, but I want to know how did you overcome that dynamic? Because that is very prevalent in blended families and can be a hindrance to the couple building intimacy. Mainly being honest with myself and knowing that I was struggling with those type of emotions. And so I just couldn't take it anymore. And I, and I got help. You know, sometimes praying is not enough for me. I am a huge advocate of therapy. So I reached out to a therapist and uh, it's funny because I called her, I think it was like September. I set the appointment for November. She called me like 20 minutes later asking, you know, details of what's going on. And then she said, okay, I need you to come in like tomorrow. And I said, no, I have an appointment set. She said, you may be divorced by then. So <laughs> I didn't realize it, how severe, you know, my, my attitude towards myself and my husband and my entire family was. So I went to therapy, I journaled. I, um, I have a stepmom bestie <laughs> mm-hmm. that I highly encourage all stepmoms to find. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you can have your friends who uh, don't have stepchildren they can kind of relate kind of but nothing beats talking to another stepmom yeah. even if they don't have the um, same dynamic you know they may have more stepchildren than you it doesn't matter they are more familiar with those type of emotions so um, my stepmom bestie she's in New Jersey I talk to her every day fun fact we met on a prayer app Mm-hmm. <laughs> prayer um and honestly still talking to my husband even when I didn't want to talk to him I still tried to find ways to connect with him mm-hmm. whether it That's be good. small compliments uh he would return like acknowledging me because I feel like as a stepmom that's what we want we want to be acknowledged just admit you saw me do this (laughs) Mm -hmm. and he noticed that 
so it, it took time. It was it was a slow uh, recovery, mm-hmm. but we're still here. Yeah. Still here. Yeah. I, I think, you know, to what I hear is intention mm-hmm. as well. Like that's the one thing, like when you in, yeah. are in a conventional relationship, things just happen as the natural course of being in relationship with someone. When you are in a blended family, you really have to be intentional about building intimacy. I I like that even when you didn't feel like it, you were doing things to build relationship, to make a positive deposit into your relationship. Yeah. To complimenting, respecting, noticing, and receiving the same from your husband as well. I I know that I found in my Mm -hmm. own, in my own well, my husband had the attitude coming in that, look, it's you and me against the world, even these kids, because one day they're going to grow up and go away. That was his, that was his kind of approach. But even with that, we still yeah. had to deal with all of the dynamics that come from divided loyalties. And again, do that while we're still trying to build our, our uh, awareness of each other as a couple, as a we and what that should look like um, in, in the family. So I, I love that you said prayer. And let me say this too. Sometimes the answer to yes. prayer, I believe that prayer is mm-hmm. um, that is all you need, but sometimes the answer to prayer is to go to therapy. So <laughs> God will direct yeah. you to yeah. a good therapist and he will direct you to good friends and he will direct yeah. you to the tools that you need to thrive in this role that he's called you to and 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 to flourish in this marriage Mm -hmm. that he has blessed you with he really will so but sometimes the answer i agree yeah (laughs) and and i try to remind my stepmoms that the crown chose you Mm -hmm. you know this is your this is part of your purpose this is not your whole purpose you're not here to just be a stepmom but part of that purpose is to be this great influence in this child's life whether a teenager or an infant it doesn't matter you know whether you call yourself a bonus mom or a stepmom you have some type of purpose that's in right. their life that's right have and you heard the like new term intention that's right mm-hmm. and to, have you heard the new term hybrid mom that's something new that i'm hearing now Hybrid. I, yes, I, stepmom, bonus mom, hybrid mom. So I don't. I think we just. I, I know. I think we just. We need to get comfortable and take kind of ownership of of stepmom, so we can relieve it of this of the stigma of the negative right. stigma, so that we can stop adding all these other things. <laughs> That's different. I mean, they like it. I love it. Okay. <laughs> what are you gonna do? So you mentioned mm-hmm. one of the things that you also mentioned in, in your <laughs> overcoming of the, some of the barriers to intimacy is communication. Mm-hmm. But you know, you yeah. you cannot make your partner communicate more. So when you are trying right. to build intimacy through communication, how do you begin to do that when your partner is not necessarily communicative? You know, for me, I had attitude with the help of my therapist, um, you're going to sit down and listen, mm-hmm. like sit down um, or during dinner. I do believe that there is an appropriate time to have certain conversations, you know, so I wouldn't talk to him right when he's walking through the door from work. 
you know, he's trying to, you know, decompress. So maybe right after you take a shower, we're laying in bed or watching our favorite show. We used to love watching um, How to Get Away with Murder. Mm-hmm. The show is so late, we barely could stay up together. So we'll talk during the commercial breaks, mm-hmm. <laughs> text each other too, <laughs> randomly. Um, but we found ways. My husband, he he's like your husband, like it's us forever. Mm-hmm. So we need to figure this out. <laughs> uh-huh. so he's willing to, he's willing to, he's willing to listen but I had to be fair to him to make sure that he was ready to have such conversations yes yes so, you know instead of bombarding him just wait be patient and when I saw that he was ready and open that's when I went in so I hear I hear intention I hear strategy now and I hear patience as yes. well so are you all getting this so building intimacy yes. you need to be strategic and, and, and you need to be deliberate and you also need to be patient because it takes time it takes time anyways but especially in a blended family that blended yes. couple is going to take time for you to build a level of intimacy um, usually, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to make a blanket statement. Yes. Usually, typically, it takes time for you to build a, a place of intimacy. Right. I, I think one of, one of the things that, that Jonathan and I had going for us is that we were reconnecting. We, we, we were reconnecting friends. He had um, attended my first wedding. Um, we were friends in high school mm-hmm. and college. And so when we reconnected after um, both of us were divorced, uh, first of all, I, I had no intentions mm-hmm. of ever getting married again. I had a daughter and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm old school. I'm not bringing a man over my daughter. That's not happening. <laughs> that was, that was my attitude. And I kind of mm-hmm. chuckled because I was like, cause every, there, it wasn't like there weren't men that were approaching me, but I would close that door immediately. Um, and then here comes Jonathan. And I was like, Oh God, you have such a good sense of humor. Yeah. Because you sent a friend, you sent somebody that you knew, I would just throw the door open to like, hi, like, how are you? So I think that that helped. And I said that, I say that to say that even if you don't have a history of friendship, building mm-hmm. just a, gen, a genuine friendship goes a long way towards building intimacy as a couple. When you yeah. genuinely like each other, not just that yep. you, you love each other, you're attracted to each other, you, or whatever it is, whatever the dynamics are, but when you're you friends. genuinely like yeah. each other, it makes a yes. huge difference in- It definitely does. Yeah, yes. in the ability to kind of build that connectedness and to trust one another enough to be open with them. Okay, so building yes. intimacy, I hear intention, strategy. Mm-hmm. And I love these because they're not, they're atypical. They're not the typical like communication right. and this and that because we know those things, but be intentional, mm-hmm. be strategic, pick your moments, pick your moments. Yes. Yes. And, and also, um, and I will add this as well. Like, I, I love that you said, um, um, I, I, I love that you said you pray as well. Be prayerful yes. as well. Yes. Invite God into your relationships. He, he will lend his, he lends his strength and his power. He's invested in our success as a couple, as a family. Um, so be prayerful 
as well. And then, and look for the opportunities to, to build friendship into your relationship as well. Um, And sometimes, sometimes you just don't have to take a leap. Like, like I did with the couch thing. I I had to take a leap. I had baggage. I didn't really, seriously, girl, I had baggage. I didn't realize left over from my first marriage. Um, believing mm-hmm. that I had to carry more than I needed to. And, and my husband was like, no, I'm, I am here for you. And so right. I, I just had to drop the luggage and leave yep. it at the door and, and take the leap. Sometimes you just have to do that as well. Yep. So let me ask this question. And then we're going to segue into a break. How do you think your, uh, our ideas as women differ than um, from men about building intimacy? I think for men, I know we naturally think men think of sex when it comes to intimacy. Um, But really to me, it's the same. Men and women want that emotional intimacy. I know that men are more, or typically are more physical. Um, But, we all crave the same thing, and that's feeling safe with one another, just feeling safe, um, which can lead to the central connection, but really just feeling safe and vulnerable and feeling accepted and validated. To me, that's across the board for man and woman. So for me, it's, it's really no difference, but I know men, you know, physical, women are emotional, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very emotional. I get it. <laughs> but to I, I heard, me, it's both the same. We yeah. all want to feel safe. <laughs> I, I heard someone, I can't remember how long ago it was, mm-hmm. and it was actually a pastor teaching on intimacy. And what he said was, mm-hmm. men, w- men use sex to gain intimacy. Women are intimate, are, um, how did he put it? He said, men use, men, for, for men, men use sex to gain intimacy and women feel intimate and that's why they mm-hmm. have sex. So it's just, it's like you said, it's the same thing. It's just a different approach. It's the flip side. Yeah, different approach. Yes, yeah, it's right. the flip side of the same coin. Yeah. And we, what we're going to do right now is we're going to um, take a break and thank our sponsors for sponsoring this show. And we will be back right yes. after this. Hey everybody, this is Cheryl and I wanted to take a moment to invite you to visit us at stepmomsanity.com. Become a member and enjoy discounts on our merchandise, our retreats and conferences, our books, and so much more. Also, as a member, you'll get exclusive access to our quarterly We're Better Together virtual gatherings, our webinars by experts in every area from estate planning to fun vacays with your family. You'll also get access to free downloads, our prayer gatherings, and so much more. Membership is free, but it's not cheap. What you waiting for? Join us on the journey. Welcome. 
Well, welcome back. Thank you so much for hanging out with us, for sticking around for the second half of our conversation. I am here with Miss Stepmom Goals herself, Tammy J. We are talking all things intimacy in a blended family. And now we're getting ready to talk about all things sex in a blended (laughs) family. We are just so excited to have her with us. So Tammy, before the break, Mm -hmm. (laughs) before the break, Mm -hmm. we were chatting just a a little bit about how um, intimacy differs from sex, Uh, just or how men and women, I should say, approach intimacy or may have a different thought about Mm -hmm intimacy but I want to I want you to ask answer the question how does intimacy differ from mm-hmm. sex to me sex is the the physical act of it and intimacy is just the emotions to me mm-hmm. um I would say that yeah what would you say how I, you would know, you I would agree. I, I definitely would agree that that yeah. for I have this saying in my house that you know I used to tell my husband, mm. if you want your loving at eleven, you got to start at seven. And um, <laughs> and okay. I'm at uh, yeah, I'm at seven in the morning. So oh. in other words, don't spend all day not connecting with me, and then think you know. Right. Oh, we get ready to, you know, we get ready to have sex. No, right. I, I need connection. And so exactly. for me, intimacy, physical intimacy is the expression of, of the oneness that we have experienced on every other level throughout the day, throughout our time right. together, right? Um, you know, because people, we see it all the time, mm-hmm. uh, you know, sex with, sex with your husband can build intimacy, but it's not the only indicator of intimacy. And people have sex without intimacy all the time. And people have intimacy without right. sex it's all not. the time. Right, exactly. Yeah. So uh, obviously, exactly. yes, obviously mm-hmm. there is a huge difference, but there is something about intimacy that leads to yeah. a fulfilling sex life um, without, right. yeah, without it, um, sex just becomes another mm-hmm. chore versus something to right. enjoy, right? Yeah. And, and you know, like the Bible tells mm-hmm. us, you know, there's a whole book on sexual expression within marriage. You know, the Song of mm-hmm. Solomon. And you know, I was going to bring that up. I was going to bring that up. Songs of Solomon. I like uh, Songs of Solomon. I think it's chapter one, verse two. Uh huh. It's uh, let Hit us him. With it. Kiss, let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth. Uh huh. Where thy love is better than wine. Sweeter than wine. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, and that whole chapter is so romantic. Just FYI. Right. Right. And and I know <laughs> I know that we um that we have turned a lot of the language of the poetry of Song of Solomon into worship music, but it really is a, mm-hmm. a liter- it really is a liturgy yeah. of a, a man and a woman's, a, a married man and woman's sexual desire for each other, even before yeah. they got married. And, and she was like, okay, listen, let's stop talking about this. Don't awaken love before it's time. Okay, but then once mm-hmm. it was awakened, once it was time, once they were married, it was on and popping. So, 
you know. So, I yes, <laughs> right? And you know, and the Bible t- tells instructs men to enjoy the wife of your youth, and talks about how the marriage bed is undefiled, and yeah. so obviously, sex is a gift from God to be enjoyed right. between right. A, a man and, and his wife, um, a woman and, and her husband. Mm-hmm. And so the question I have yes. for you is, um, if, if we had this wonderful mm-hmm. gift, what, what should we be doing in order to enjoy the gift? How can we have a more fulfilling sex life? Mm-hmm. Definitely conversation, being open about it you know, discuss your wants, your desires, you know, being open-minded. And again, that we're safe, feeling safe to do so. Sometimes wives or husbands may not feel safe with their spouse to express, you know, what they want. So having that conversation, um, even just like the little things, like compliments, how I said it earlier, how my husband, well, I complimented him, he'll compliment me. Um, Just the small little things. People think sex, 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 but it could be little things. It could be little date nights, you know, going to Tim Hortons for hot chocolate in the morning. That can build intimacy. Um, Reading books together. You may not be reading the same book, but (laughs) it's the act of that closeness of being each other's face but also giving each other space. <laughs> I'm learning yes. that this, yes. is our, this will be our eighth year of marriage. And I am learning that space is needed. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> Which can help you build intimacy. You, you can't be together all the time. No. Yeah, no. I mean, shout out to quarantine life. Um, but I do need my husband to leave the house sometimes. like it's okay to give each other space because it makes you miss each other and crave each other and and want to get creative and figuring out okay how can I you know pleasure you today or make you happy or make you just smile yes yes I love that and all all of Mm -hmm. that plays into I did a workshop that I called at at some marriage retreats um, that I called paradise in Mm -hmm. my kitchen and, um, and I taught, we talked about, and it was Jonathan and I did it together. And we talked about this very mm-hmm. subject, how to, how to build, how to, how to um, live the buildup to the physical expression. And it's all about being, being safe, being open, having fun together, enjoying one another, giving each other space when you need it, coming back together for the first, um, I want to say, 10, mm. maybe for the first 10, 11 years mm-hmm. of my marriage, Jonathan traveled. He, he owns a, a, a consulting firm and he was gone most of the oh. time. So there were times oh, when no. I would, yeah. Oh, oh, it was fine. It, trust me, it was fine. There, <laughs> <laughs> there, there were times I would fly out to be with him on the road. Those were always fun. Um, He would come home every weekend. And so I would say, you know, I I did another workshop uh, called Let a Man Be a Man. Man. God, you know, God made him, you didn't. And I remember saying in the workshop that when, I remember saying in the workshop that when he would come home, I didn't have time 
we didn't have a lot of time together and we didn't want to spend that time arguing over things. So we solved all our issues or all the things that we needed to talk about over the phone while he was away. And then when he came right. home, it was like a weekend honeymoon every weekend when he came home. And so, oh yeah, yeah, for the last two years, he has, for the last couple of years, he has been home. Um, primarily. And of course, since last year, he has been home working from home full time. And it's, but it's been yeah. such, it's been a new dynamic for us. And so we're actually enjoying this time together. Being together. Because we yes. didn't have that for the first, you know, umpteen years of our marriage. So, yeah. so wow. you know, it's like really finding the reasons to rejoice over each other in, in, in yes. everyday life. Right. I mean, we, we, you yeah. know, we talked about being a safe place and, and having open communication and trusting one another, healing from yeah. past hurts. That is also, I think, um, imperative for a healthy yes. and vibrant and enjoyable. Very sex important. Body. Yeah. Having a healthy body image. I mean, yeah. you're, you know, if you are good to your husband, your size 16 body looks good to him. If you are horrible to your husband, your size yes. six body looks horrible to him. So yep. really just understanding yep. that, that is true. he loves you and, and yes. having a, and this wonderful body that God has given you was meant to bring pleasure to each other, you know, to enjoy yes. one another. Um, uh, you know, and like you said, you know, have a, having a desire to please each other even, and then talking yeah. about what your desires are. Um, you know, I came into this marriage with the mindset of how can I bless my husband? How can I bless the mm -hmm. children? Even how can I bless their mom? I, I, cause you know, I like peace. I, I, I like real peace, not that phony peace where everybody's pretending everything's okay. No, I like Same real here. peace. Right. <laughs> I like real peace. So, you know, so right. no, right. So I wanted to, you know, my, my, um, question to the Lord was what, what can I do to bless my family today? And, um, and that, mm -hmm. and that also included our sex life. I, I'm, you know, I feel very open about talking to the Lord about it because he gave it to us and he knows anyways. So I feel very open right. about saying to the father, <laughs> help me have a, you know, a, a banging se a sex life. I want to enjoy the gift that you've given us and show us how to yeah. and show us how to do that. Let me right. ask you, let me ask you this question. What has been the the number one aspect mm -hmm. of an intimate rate relationship of, of building one having one that has been instrumental in drawing mm -hmm. you and your husband together i have a feeling that i know what you're going to say but what has been the one one aspect that has been just pivotal <laughs> the, the game changer mm, goodness <clears throat> oh my goodness you know what? Just <laughs> every day <laughs> being with that man. <laughs> I, you know, that's a very good question. I just, me just healing within myself, mm -hmm. I would say that um, in him accepting me me accepting him for accepting me, I would say that. Mm -hmm. Because like I stated before, you everything is linked to your self-esteem. Mm -hmm. 
And so me loving myself more allowed my husband to love me more, which mm -hmm. allowed me to love him more, which got us closer. So I would just say just overall healing and praying together. There were times I, I specifically remember Reggie praying for me and I wouldn't even want to pray. Mm -hmm. And he would grab my hand and I'm like, what are you touching me for? <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> we're praying no we're not you are <laughs> mm -hmm. but just just healing healing within myself and also him you know he also was in therapy we had marriage therapy and um and our stepson had therapy too so we were all in therapy mm -hmm. <laughs> so I would say healing that was the biggest turning point for us oh I love that I love that I thought you were gonna say communication but I love that you said healing because <laughs> oh yeah communication <laughs> right but but you know but healing is so foundational to even having good communication so yeah you know I like that you I love that you said that that really doing the work yeah. um that you can do yeah. on yourself allowing the Lord to do the work that only he can do yeah. on yourself getting the help that you need yeah will break you will will break open the opportunity for good communication and being yeah. safe and feeling safe and trusting and getting over the past and so on exactly. and so on and so forth so i love that you said that and it's not easy no it's not easy it's not pretty no um you're going to cry he's yes. going to cry yes it, i'm i'm telling you it was it was ugly in our townhouse it was, it was, <laughs> there were times I thought I, I saw the demon in the corner, like, I, I, not today, <laughs> not today, Satan. <laughs> it can feel but that way sometimes, we I tell made you. It we, <laughs> yes, I, and which is why I still recommend having a stepmom bestie. She would immediately have me check my heart. She would talk it out with me. Why do you feel like that? Girl, stop. <laughs> you know, yes. get friends that'll call you out. Yes. You know, yes. not the friends that will gaslight you or say, oh, you know what you were getting yourself. Not those friends. You can put them on the back shelf. I'm talking about the friends that would go out with you with a glass of wine and say, okay, what is it? Talk to yes, me. Yes, talk to me. Unpack. And then let me yes. talk to you. Yes. And then let me talk. Yeah, you you yes. save those other friends for shopping trips, but you need somebody, <laughs> seriously, <laughs> you need somebody real yeah. to, to, do, to do this thing with, because this is a very, it's not right. an easy life, but it can no. be a very enjoyable life. And you yes. need someone that's gonna help you stay, keep the right perspective about the life that you're Stay living. on track. Stay Keep, on track. You need someone that will remind you, you are the prize. You know, again, not the friends that's gonna judge you. you. You don't have time for that. You already got the whole world judging you. You're a stepmom. Yes. We're gonna be judged. Yes. <laughs> but the friends that remind you of your value. Yes. So yes. get some stepmom besties. I, girl, you better. <laughs> You need them. You better. Some praying ones. You better. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So yes. And that's how I met my my stepmom Bessie on a prayer app. Yes. Yes. Mm -hmm. So one thing <laughs> that um 
that happens when a when a couple becomes a parent is that the level mm. of intimacy that they have when in a conventional family kind of expands to include the children just naturally right how can we do that in a blended family now we're we kind of talked a little bit about sex we're done with that conversation i want to go back to intimacy because our the okay. you know what i what i found in my in my home is that Jonathan and I having a good, strong, solid marriage really helped our children. My daughter, um, his kids, mm -hmm. and to the extent that one of his kids said to me recently within the last year that watching you and dad has given me hope. So. Oh, wow. We, okay. we, we have a, we want to protect our marriage. Yes. But we, as, as much as a bio parent, you know, dual, mm -hmm. dual bio parent couple, we have a responsibility for, to extend that intimacy of family life and include the children as well. How do we do that? Yeah. Um, it can be very difficult for step, step moms to do that sometimes, but mm -hmm. talk to us about how we make that happen. Right. Well, number one intention, it, it starts, with intention. Um, if you're not going to attend to do something about it, just have a seat because you're gonna be stressed out. You can't fake it. It has to be from your heart. And when you are ready, you'll know. Mm -hmm. You know, I encourage my stepmoms, it's okay to step back. Mm -hmm. It's okay, you're human. And then when you're ready, step up, adjust your crown, and intend to be that woman in that child's life. Mm -hmm. You don't have to be their mother. You didn't give birth. We know that. The world knows that. The child knows that. <laughs> mm -hmm. But you can give them the love that no one else can give them. My mm -hmm. stepson is not going to give the love I give him from his mother for two different women. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure he, I'm his mama T. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm the mm -hmm. cool mom, not a regular mom. <laughs> we give, <laughs> we all have, I think every woman has a different type of love. And mm -hmm. it begins with that intention and, and that belief that you can give that type of love to a child that you did not give birth to. It's special. It is but special. that's only when you wake up. Some women are still asleep. Yeah, it's very special that they're still sleep with their inner struggles, their inner demons, and which correlates back to my therapy talk <laughs> and journaling. Even if you don't believe in therapy, journal. Mm -hmm. Journal with your step daughter or stepson. Um, find ways to connect with them. Um, my stepson and I, we love to cook together. Mm -hmm. So that was a way for me and him to build a closeness together. Mm -hmm. Cooking together. Um, I try to learn what he likes to learn. He likes video games. So I, I'm not cool like that. So I try <laughs> to join in. He's older and he's a teenager. He just looks at me like, no, Mama T, have a seat. <laughs> but I try to watch the movies he likes, you know. <laughs> so, you know, he... He loves to dance, he loves to sing, so I love to encourage him. 
So it sounds like we do with our kids, you know, to some extent, what we do with anyone that we're building a relationship with. We get, we create space and opportunity for us to connect. Yeah. We communicate, we, we yeah. show an interest. Um, we are intentional about it. And yeah. we draw, and then we, we create memories as well. So we draw them into just the natural ebb and flow of a family life. And that's yeah. how we build intimacy. And it, again, it takes yeah. time. And I, I will say that again, acknowledging, acknowledging the, the sometimes difficult dynamics of living in a blended family. However, what we do is so very doable. It, it is oh, yeah. doable. Yeah. Um, there is nothing, and especially for those of us who are leaning and um, and depending on on God, He He gives us His grace yeah. to do in and through us what we cannot accomplish on our own. So uh, often when we are yeah. when we are like you said, in, still in our emotions, still sleep. I like that terminology. When we are still sleep, we just, we just mm -hmm. have not we just not, have not realized how very deeply loved, seen, and wanted we already are, and that we can be in this yeah. role from a position of strength that, and from a position of, of wholeness that we really can. We really can. And, and deal with all of the other stuff that comes yeah. at us. We can yeah. deal with it and, and remain whole in, in, this, in this space. We really can. So let me yes. ask you this question before I pray. Um, what and I like that you said extend grace. Yes. Because I want to say you extend grace for yourself and your husband, but also your stepkids. Remember, they are kids. They yes. are learning. Extend that grace. They are human. They are learning just like you. Just like and, our stepmom. And extend grace to their mom if she is living yes. as well. Please do. Yes. You will honor yes. your children when you honor their mom. You really That's will. A good one. Yes. And and they will reminder. Yes. Yeah. They will appreciate it. I don't care if you if she is not honorable, honor her position. She's still mom. Yes, so she's still mother. Yes. She's still mom. Mm -hmm. So please do that. So what final words of encouragement do you have for our listeners? Remember who you are. Mm -hmm. You are not just the stepmom. You are not the second wife, third wife. <laughs> you are you. <laughs> and when you remember who you are, you, you're going to just exceed in all that you do. I know it may sound corny, but it's true. Remember who you are. Stick with your passions, your favorite hobbies. I struggled with being a stepmom and in the beginning because I was trying to be perfect. Throw that out. <laughs> Crush your Please. expectations. <laughs> Please. Please. Do yourself Throw a favor. Out. Please. <laughs> Do it now. If you're yes. listening now, look at your list. I know you made a list. Throw it away. I used to write lists every day. Not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and just also... <laughs> Fun fact. But also... Pray for yourself, but pray for mom. Yes, she still has a connection with your stepchildren and pray for your husband. Give him a chance, you know, be there for him, cheer for him. Don't coach him. He is not your football player. He, he's your partner. You are his helpmate. Cheer him on. Don't coach him. He don't need, let God do that. 
okay? He'll get them. <laughs> you know, my therapist told me, I'll never forget. She said, if there's something you can't handle, like far as like with my stepson and husband, okay, God, I'm gonna go bake this pie. You handle it. <laughs> give it to God. Sometimes you, you literally have to give it to God. Like literally step away. It's not yes. your battle. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Well, thank you so very much, Tammy, <laughs> for being with us, for talking with us. We appreciate it. I am, I'm going to pray, but before I do that, tell our listeners how they can connect with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm on Facebook, Stepmom Goals. I'm also on Instagram. You can, I think I have a little underscore mom goals underscore sorry about that y'all <laughs> <laughs> had to stand out for now. <clears throat> i'm on twitter set mom goals um let's see twitter i'm also on tiktok i'm trying to be cool i told y'all i'm a cool mom i'm not a regular mom <laughs> girl i'm not chicken or talking i'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> check me out <laughs> <laughs> And yes. I know that you that you also have a, <laughs> a store where people can get like t-shirts and some other things that has stepmom goals on there. Can you, can you tell us what the stepmom goals yes. mean? Yes. Well, I'm rocking my stepmom goals shirt. These are available on Amazon. Um, so you can literally just type in stepmom goals. Um, I will also have my stepmom journal coming out on Amazon, as well as my children's book, Mama T and Me. Um, my stepson calls me Mama T. <laughs> so first it was Mama Tam. He flipped it to Mama T because it sounds cooler. Again, <laughs> I'm a cool mom, not a regular mom. <laughs> but stepmom goes, fun fact, I was feeling down one day and I was talking to one of my, um, my line sisters and one of them was like, oh, Oh, Tammy, your stepmom go, your stepmommy goes. And I was like, oh, that's cute. <laughs> so I was looking around for a stepmom goal shirt. I'm into like those phrases like money goals, relationship goals. I was like, stepmom goals, I like that. And I couldn't find it. So I was like, okay, I'll just make it. <laughs> there you go. So I made stepmom goals, but it was also around that time where I was journaling and trying to figure out why am I struggling? as a stepmom. So my goal was to crush that cloud of perfection. I, I just had to tell myself, Tammy, stop trying to be perfect. So stepmom goals is about stepping with purpose, not perfection. Because I tried to step with perfection. And let me tell you, those heels are very uncomfortable. They are. <laughs> so perfection will burn I your feet. Yes. <laughs> yes. So purpose. You know, even if you fall down, you get back up, you fix your crown. And that is the main purpose of stepmom goals, just to remind you of who that stepmom is. Remember who she is. I love it. Love it. Thank you so much again for being with us. You all make sure that you connect with Tammy J on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook. You can get her t-shirts on Amazon and look out for her book and her journal, which will be coming out soon. I'm going to pray and then we're going to go ahead and, and end this episode. So let's pray. All right. 
Father, I just I pray for I have to take my glasses off and close my eyes. <laughs> Father, I, I just I pray for myself and for Tammy and for all of the people who are listening. Yeah. I thank you so much that you are not distant from anything in our lives. Your promise is to perfect everything concerning us, God. Lord, I thank you that we can bring our hurts and our concerns, even our longings before you and lay them at your feet. Thank you for leading and guiding and teaching us your way. Father, I ask that you help us to all lovingly communicate with our spouses about intimacy, about sex even. Help us to share our hearts without um, becoming sinfully demanding, manipulative, or whiny. God, I ask that you touch the ears and hearts of our spouses so that they can hear us. Help us to hear them, Lord. Father, please bring healing to relationships of um, past hurts and thoughtless words, which have damaged and caused mistrust to set in. It's only an enemy of our soul, Lord God, who desires to cause division between us and the men you've called to partner with us in life. Where there is strife, Lord, and where there's division, I ask that you repair those breaches in relationships between husband and wife and children, God, and bring unity. Thank you for being a God who hears and a God who heals. Father, you are a good father who gives good gifts and a sex and intimacy being two of them. Lord, correct teachings and mindsets and misunderstandings which are in contradiction to your word and your goodness. Free us, Lord God, from bondage to the past and negative self-talk. I pray that you release your people to joy and to celebration and freedom of expression in the sexual intimacy of marriages. Um, of all those who are listening, Father God, I ask that you deliver people from unhealthy body images mm -hmm. and that you give them acceptance and appreciation of their physical appearance. Father, deliver your people from temptation and unhealthy expectation and demands. Yeah. Deliver your people from um, slavery to perfection, Father God, and release them into purpose. Yeah. God, I pray that every listener will know deep satisfaction and, and um, connectedness to their spouse, Lord God. Even, Father, as we get older, I thank you for that, Lord God. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Now, thank you all so very much for listening. Join us on Sunday, on this upcoming Sunday for our regularly scheduled episode. I'm going to be talking about malnourished bonus moms. You know, the stepmom life, we've talked about it a little bit here, can be very, very draining. Um, but anything God has called you to comes with the promise of his presence and his grace to help you and with the ability to rest in him. So we're going to talk about how to nourish your soul so you can stepmom in renewed strength and the power of the Holy Spirit. Until next time, keep stepmomming in grace. Thank you again for being with us today. If this podcast has blessed you, don't miss another one. Take a moment to hit that subscribe button. Also, share this podcast with a stepmom needing encouragement. Join us on the journey by following us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Stepmom Sanity. And don't forget, there's hope for stepmoms who are there, wherever you're there is, from stepmoms who've been there at stepmomsanity.com. We believe in you, sis, and we're here to bless you with what you need to flourish in your God-given role. Until next time, hugs and prayers.